0: Hey everyone, it's April and Sarah. Welcome back to another episode of Mixed Kid Club. Hey everyone,
1: and welcome back to another episode. Um, We know it's been a really long time, but we've been working, school, technical issues, and we're just going to do a nice, light, happy video. Happy um, podcast today. It's not going to be super serious because we don't really have a plan yet. We're going to have a plan within the next three weeks. So, like, you know.
0: I've been, like, really emotionally drained, too. So, I just don't have the energy to, like, talk about super serious things. I feel like it would just be funner. Like, it would be a better vibe for us if we just, like, talked about fun light shit. (laughs) Yes.
1: I know. I'm, like, exhausted all the time. Working full time and all that fun stuff. So... You know, you know the vibes. So we're just gonna do a nice light episode for you guys today. And do you wanna tell them what we're talking about today,
0: Sarah? Um, we're talking about like movies and media specifically. Um, and then just I guess we'll just like update each other kind of on what's going on in our lives too, and just talk about, you know, the vibes. Mm. Yeah.
1: We're also gonna talk about like updates and like movies and TV shows, because that's what we could do doing when we're just chilling and when we have the time. So
0: where should we start today? Um, well we both just watched Birds of Prey. Yes, I so did. We start there, mm-hmm. I think. Okay, yes. Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of Harley Quinn.
1: It was very good. I was very uh, surprised. It was very good. Yeah.
0: I remember when it came out, too, it was, like, there was ads in movie theaters and things like that, and everyone was shitting on it. Like, everyone thought that it was going to be a bad movie, and then once it came out and, like, there were reviews, I feel like people just shitted on it. So I didn't um, end up doing it. <laughs> why? Like
1: I, like, I seriously, like, when they released it, I know it was, like, right before the pandemic, but, like, or during, was it during or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, like, right before everything got locked down. But, um, like, finally got HBO Max, so, like, I watched it. I didn't get to watch in theaters, which unfortunately. But it was really good. <laughs> like, I didn't think it was bad at all. It was pretty accurate, comic book-wise. Everyone was shitting on it because it wasn't that bad. Just because it was, like, a low turnout in the box office, a little <laughs> pandemic.
0: But it was not bad. No. I didn't. I thought it was really, like, I thought the cast was incredible whoever casted that movie props to you because Mm -hmm. um I don't know her name but I know her from Sky High and um Scott Pilgrim Saves the World is it Huntress yeah it's Huntress yeah Huntress yes the actress who plays her I love her and she was such like a badass bitch in that it would just like totally fit her entire I loved it yeah and like Her
1: backstory, like the way they showed it, was like pretty much the same as um, just the anime series. I don't know if you've seen it, but that's what I really grew up on. It's like my Bible. But um, (laughs) when they did like the Hunter's backstory in the anime series, it was like pretty much the same as the live action, which Mm -hmm. is pretty good. It's just in the anime series, she didn't kill the gangster, but the way like the shooting happened and everything and... The setup of her killing the head honcho mafia guy, same, same. It was so good, it was good. Yeah. Um, Dylan Lance, amazing, so awesome.
0: Black Canary. I thought it was just kind of cool to see like Harley stand on her own two feet. And mm. like, the re- I feel like the relationship she had with the girl also was a really good character arc for her because yeah. in Suicide Squad, she wanted the family with Joker Like that was her like deepest desire or whatever. So like you see that kind of maternal energy play into this one. She like, but she's still obviously like Harley. Like she's not obviously a mom. She's Mm. like still crazy, but like she could still handle. I think it was cool to see that she could handle herself without the Joker. Yeah. And like, we all know she
1: could because she's, the Joker's not the one to be scared of. He just has the reputation of that. Harley's just like crazy, batshit crazy. She's like just the raw form of psychopath. And that was what makes her dangerous. Yeah. Very good. The action was so good. Like the stunts, yeah. was like mm-hmm. when um, she was saving Cassandra Kang from the police station when she released her, and she was like fighting everyone off, like the mob guys, like the bat tricks, like those are so cool.
0: Yeah, it was seamless. It was seamless. So, yeah. And then and once there were like cheesy, I felt like there were cheesy parts in it that were mm-hmm. kind of corny, like when she blows up the like wh- where she like became Harley. Oh, like the acid, like the
1: chemical factory.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of corny, but like overall, I do feel like it was good. And also the hyena thing, how she had the pet hyena. I don't know if that was significant to her character in the comics because I didn't read the comics, mm-hmm. but I was like, honestly, the hyena didn't really matter. <laughs> like we could have gone yeah. without
1: it. It like didn't really matter. But in a couple versions of the comics, I'm pretty sure she does have hyenas. I'm like, almost, I'm like 98% positive. Okay. I don't really read like super like Harley Quinn. I mean, I just pretty much read Wonder Woman comics, but I know a lot on everything because I do borrow my dad's and, like read them, but I've never really written a comic book like deep into Harley, mm.
0: but um, yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure she has like hyenas.
0: <laughs> okay, got you. Yeah. yeah. But those were like, those were all the only things that I would say that like they could have worked on or maybe cut out of it. Other than that, great. Like when they were in like the amusement park, and
1: she, like, took out, like, the dart from her neck. And then the, um, was it Huntress or Black Canary who killed the guy? I forget. I think it was Huntress. I think it was Huntress, too. Yeah, it was Huntress. But, like, Harley just, like, was stabbing him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. Were, like, dying, laughing. It was just so funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good movie. Highly yeah. recommended. Part with Black Canary where she finally, like, uses her abilities at the very end of it. Yes. That sure. was like, They, like, worked up to that. Yeah, I'm like, come on, use your screen. Use your screen.
1: Use your screen. You can use it.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, my dad was like,
1: does she know she has a screen? I'm like, I'm pretty sure, because, like, the cop was like, you and your mom had the same abilities, and she's like, well, that's what got her killed, kind of thing, so she didn't want to use her screen, but then when she finally did, I was like, yes. Yeah. It was great.
0: It was cool to see them all, like, i don't know get to like the best of their abilities also if i sound a little ignorant right now it's because i haven't read the many dc comics i'm more of a marvel person so i am pretty ignorant about it but birds of prey was a good movie
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it was good Mm
1: -hmm. and like the birds of prey coming together at the end and then harley being harley again it was very good
0: and I like how at the end, even when Harley, like, ditched and was, like, deuces, peace out, they still stayed together and are fighting crime together after that.
1: Yeah. Hence the Birds of Prey. I really hope they make, like, a sequel to the Birds of Prey. Like, I really hope the Birds of Prey do you get their own movie. Mm-hmm. Like, a spin-off show, maybe. I don't know. I want them to have something. Yeah. The last Birds of Prey was, like, 2000-something. I have them on DVD. Those are very good as well.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, that was like the blueprint right there.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like with Suicide Squad two coming out, how will Harley like get back into it? Because will it be like right at take place right after Birds of Prey or like before that?
1: No, I'm pretty sure it's gonna take place after, only because like the way they f- like they filmed it and like Suicide Squad one, then she escaped everything and like was released from prison somehow. Then broke up with the Joker and everything, did the whole Birds of Prey movie, then at the end was like deuces. So I'm pretty sure she might get caught again and then have to be like part of the Suicide Squad again because she also has like longer hair now. Like mm-hmm. if you've seen the set photos, like she's like more of the original like Harley Quinn outfit. Oh yeah. And her hair is longer. So I'm assuming it's after and probably like a little while after. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how much.
0: right
1: release on the timeline but i feel like that movie is just gonna be so funny
0: yeah i yeah batman movie we could talk about that a little bit too
1: oh yes batman okay okay you want me to start yeah okay this is a good transition (laughs) okay so batman and robert pattinson as batman i was so i was like yeah no robert pattinson as batman is not gonna work at all hell the fuck no like this is gonna be complete shit but then i was on dc um crap What is it called fandom fandom i was on dc fandom like the whole day (laughs) and at the end of the day they released the batman trailer of what they had filmed before the pandemic hit and super like pleasantly surprised first of all i was like you know what robert pattinson can be batman and it's gonna be like the first three years of his batman and his batman suit is actually really cool because i know he refused to like bulk up i'm pretty sure which kind of makes me a little upset you know you don't need to bulk up bulk up but like you have something it can't be just like skinny guy Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but um i feel like him as bruce wayne is going to be very interesting i think he'll do it very well and, like, the Batman as a side. So, it would be, like, more about Bruce Wayne than than Batman. Because every Batman movie just been about Batman. A little about Bruce Wayne. Except, know- except like, Dark Knight.
0: Hmm? Except, like, Dark Knight. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. We all know the backstory of Batman. So, if they free do that again, I don't know. Hopefully, they just keep it brief. Because I literally cannot sit through another freaking montage of him leaving the damn theater. And... <laughs> Parents getting killed. Like, we all know. It's like Superman. Like, mm-hmm. we all know. Okay, we get it. Yeah. We, we don't need another Batman v Superman, like, 100-minute montage of just Batman's parents, like, dying. Like, we do not need that again. Like, please, no. We don't need that right now. Yeah. I really just wanted to be, like, in the moment, his, like, growing pains to become the Batman. <laughs>
0: I feel that. I feel like this one is going to be a little bit more like the last, like Ben Affleck's Batman was really like Batman and a little bit of Bruce Wayne, like you were saying. And -hmm. then Dark Knight was really more about Bruce Wayne than it was even about Batman. So I feel like this one, they're going to do like kind of a combination of both of those things and have it be a lot like Darker and like kind of alt <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I was getting from the trailer, and I kind of loved it. Like I was blown away, especially by like the second trailer of like, and I think Zoe Kravitz as is ca- is Catwoman. Oh my God, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman is gonna be so good, amazing! I'm so excited for it. We're so, um, we're so good. I
1: was like, this woman is Catwoman.
0: Yeah. I don't know. When I saw, I was the same way. Where it was like, I don't know if I can see Edward Cullen as Batman. No offense. Um, just That's why because. A long drive, but then yeah.
1: the trailer revealed something else.
0: It did. It did. He really did. And the makeup, like the eye makeup and everything, I just thought. I think it's gonna be, even if like it, I don't agree with the casting of it. I think I'm just gonna view it as like a good movie. Because i like, it's going to be a good movie cinematically, no matter what.
1: Yeah. And they play homage to, like, the classic Batman, because his Batmobile is, like, the classic. I'm so excited. I'm, like, so excited. Yeah. The suit is very well done. I know people had, like, issues with no chin strap. But from what I see, I mean, I know they have a lot of dark lights and just, like, red on top of it. Mm -hmm. But... With the trailer and like the suit reveal shot, I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad without the chin strap, but we'll see. I don't know. I know a lot of people might have had issues with the chin strap. How there was no- I feel
0: like people get hung up on every little thing though, especially when it comes to comic book characters. Oh, yeah, because we fall in love with them and we want them to be exact. Sit down. We can. We can. We can grow a little bit. We can grow a little bit. We can pay homage to the important things, but. I especially because Batman's been done so many times like I'm bored of it give me something new I need something fresh when it comes to Batman so mm-hmm. just, like just the same with like Spider-Man it's like it's been done so many times like give like if you're gonna just make it the exact same ways the comics five different times then it, what are you, you're not giving us anything that's like important you know what I mean mm-hmm so I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll be really cool. I'm excited for Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> she's going to do amazing. And yeah. She's one of the best. Girl.
1: That'll be very good. Hopefully yeah. they did they resume filming? I don't know if they did or not. Do you know? Um, yep. They have been. Did they? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if they shut down or not. Next. So we talked about...
0: I would just like to say, I just watched the Euphoria special episode for Rue. So good. April hasn't seen it yet. No, I haven't. I'm going to watch it right after we're done. Mm -hmm. But it's so good. And it's kind of sad because I watched like the bus behind the scenes episode after I watched it because it was only shot in one location Throughout the entire, like, it's an hour and four minutes or something. And it was only specifically shot in one restaurant with, like, similar shot compositions and things like that throughout the entire episode. And Euphoria isn't like that traditionally. It's, like, a bunch of different shots and a bunch of different patients and characters and stories that are all going through. But this, like, had one basic plot in one basic scene that was the whole episode, but it worked. Like it was so good. And you got to see kind of a different perspective from Room where you get to see kind of her open up a little bit more about drugs. Cause I feel like the main thing people were saying after Euphoria was that it's it's glorifying drugs. It's it's romanticizing drugs. Mm -hmm. I can't speak, Um, but I felt that yes, there were certain parts where it depicts drugs use usage in a romantic or in a normalized way. But when it comes to Rue, it always had backfires. It always had consequences and it disrupted a lot of relationships in a very, very negative and real and authentic way that I think people didn't I don't I don't think it translated to certain people but like it in no way shape or form in my opinion made me feel like it romanticized it she did become clean for Jules, but the minute that Jules left she relapsed and that's what addiction is it's it's a journey it's becoming clean for the wrong reasons and then when shit hits the fan you relapse so I felt like I don't know. I felt like this episode really clarified all of that and made it more from an addict's perspective, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And I feel like Euphoria did a good job on making Rue's drug addiction of a disease because addiction is a disease. Mm-hmm. And dynamic, just like the one we're living now, but people don't see it that way. But it is, it's a disease and it's psychological and it's your willingness and everything mixed together and i think they did a good job on seeing how it affected her and how it was addiction's to disease like yep. it is yeah and it i in my opinion it did not romanticize drugs like i was like i, I did not want to go out and start doing drugs or whatever because i see what happened the consequences how desperate she was to get more drugs and what she was willing to do that and what she was willing to risk and then Just everything, I don't know. It was a very dark show, of course, but no. The way they showed it was very
0: good and very educational. Mm -hmm. And the show did, like, it focused not necessarily completely on addiction. There were, like, underage, like, drinking and, and violence and mental health illnesses and, like, social media. So it did have a bunch of different themes. but this episode for sure is like addiction and explains it and gets deep into the reality of it which i really liked cool
1: i'll definitely watch it
0: after (laughs) my new video max subscription (laughs) (laughs) Um, have you seen any like other like shows or movie recommendations
1: did you watch *Julian the phantoms yet i know this is like kind of old but not really old
0: but did you watch it did you finish it no, I still have yet to finish it.
1: Girl, you better freaking finish it! So good!
0: I know! <laughs> I'm kid's sorry. that
1: kid's, but... kid's show is so complex and so deep on so many levels. Like... And plus, Kenny Ortega has our generation by the freaking neck. Like, I kid you not. He literally made everything. He was a choreographer on Dirty Dancing. He made Hocus Pocus. Every literal Disney Channel movie we fell in love with has shaped our childhood. Kenny Ortega finished Rescued, choreographed, everything. And he did
0: everything for Julian the Phantoms. And it was very good. Yeah. Kenny Ortega is honestly a freaking icon. He was going to choreo, Or he did choreograph Michael Jackson's last tour that he didn't get That's to awesome. do. Mm-hmm. I know that. I'm pretty sure. I got a fact check that, but I'm like- I, I watched the documentary about it, and I'm pretty sure it was him. Hmm. Interesting. I did not know that. Oh, speaking of documentaries, I have, a, sorry, I have another, <laughs> um, I have another recommendation for movies. Okay. So there's this one documentary that my dad had been recommending me for a really long time, but I'm not a huge documentary person. But then I finally, like, saw it on Hulu. It's called Three Identical Strangers. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, it's fucking trippy, dude. You, everyone should watch this. This is like, this is trippy. So it starts off really lighthearted and fun. It's like this story of this guy. He, I think he was like in his sixties and he was explaining how he was 19 driving to college in the seventies, like ready to go gets to the college campus. And people are just like waiting at him and approaching him being like, Hey Eddie, how was your summer? Hi, Eddie. Girls were coming up to him and kissing him and being like, oh my god, I missed you this summer, Eddie. And he's like, who the fuck is Eddie? Like, I'm not Eddie. His name was Bobby. So he gets to his dorm room on campus, and his roommate looks at him and is just stunned. And he's like, you look exactly like my friend Eddie. And he was like, yeah, I've been getting that all day. I don't know who Eddie is. And He's like, you have a twin. Like, I'm not even kidding you. You have a twin. And he was like, Well, I am adopted. My birthday is July. I think it was 14th or something. And he goes, Yeah, that's that's Eddie's birthday. We need to call him because he's your twin. Oh my god, that's literally. Crazy. So he gets on the phone on a payphone in the 70s to call Eddie. Eddie picks up and he's like, Hey, like, I think I'm your twin. Bobby's like, I think I'm your twin. And they just talk about how they were adopted, birthday, they're both Jewish, like, it just all matches up. So he gets in his car with his roommate, drives to Eddie's house, meets him, come to find out, both adopted, same birthday, same orphanage, both mm-hmm. Jewish, boom, they're twins. Yeah. They land on the front page of every newspaper in America, like, in the coming week, mm-hmm. because of this, like, crazy story of they were separated at birth. And this dude looks at the newspaper and is like, that looks like my friend David. (laughs) Calls up David and is like, have you seen the paper? Like, you need to look at this paper. There's two dudes on here who are twins separated at birth, look exactly like you. Come to find out, same birthday, same orphanage, everything's the same. They meet triplets separated at birth. That's crazy. What are the odds? Isn't that crazy? This, I'm not even spoiling anything right now either, because it gets fucking crazier. So they have this whirlwind year of being known as the triplets. They're on every major television show, like interviews. They get, they land in a movie with Madonna. I don't know what movie it was, but it was a movie with Madonna, and they get cameoed in it. And they open up a restaurant in New York City. Like they're just living up, living up life in New York City in an apartment together. Get a restaurant. Um, and then their parents are like, wait, something's not adding up. Like, this is weird because I didn't know that you guys were triplets. I would have taken all three of you. Like, we need to go to this orphanage and sort that out. So after that, shit does hit the fan and I will ruin it if I say any more. But isn't that insane? That is crazy. What are the odds that you
1: go to the same college as your twin? Like, I know you like you would be adopted maybe in the same state, but like the same exact college. And you're like, yo, I know you're twin. Like, that's freaking as shit.
0: Yeah. And even come to find out, like, they had the same mannerisms, same favorite color. They were smoking the same cigarettes, had the same taste in women. Like, everything about them was identical. It's just they lived completely different lives. That's crazy right but it gets even crazier after the orphanage like you have to watch it because i i explained like one hour of the movie there's a whole nother hour to go oh okay.
1: huh. interesting that's so good.
0: <laughs> my conspiracy theory on it is that one of the guys who was a part of the orphanage um because this was in the 70s this was after world war ii
1: mm-hmm.
0: i think the dude was a nazi like, he was a Nazi who escaped Germany because a lot of Nazis were fleeing Germany and came to America and were undercover, basically, like, undercover Nazis and were making lives in America on the East Coast. So I think he was a Nazi because this was a Jewish orphanage. Who was a Nazi? The, one of the dudes who was, like, on the board of the orphanage who did, like... There was a study done on these kids who they got at the orphanage gotcha like an inhumane human study oh yep okay gotcha you gotta watch the documentary that wasn't said because he passed away mm-hmm. um, but that that's my conspiracy theory on it okay i'll have to watch it i'll put it on my list yeah mm-hmm. what was
1: it gonna say oh did you watch the crown do you watch the crown no, dude! I need to watch it! My sister loved that show. I love The Crown and, like, obsessed with the royal family white people colonizer, but you know what? It's fine. We're all obsessed with the royal family, and we know it, and oh my god, the season was very good and shed some light on a lot of things. I mean, we knew a lot about Diana, but, like, right. the way they filmed it and everything, I was like, wow. Like, we all knew Charles was, like, an asshole, but, like, he's an absolute asshole and a bullshit of a man.
0: Like, so wait, I don't want to spoil it for you, but, like... No, it's fine. I mean, it's real life, so... Okay. Because, like, so Oh, my God. What episode was that? Oh, my God.
1: He was just, like, to his siblings, like, I think it was on his... Was it his wedding? No, it was brother's wedding day. I think it was Andrew's wedding day or whatever. And... He like, he was like, he was just like so insecure about himself (laughs) because he was like, I'm the, I'm the future heir, I'm the king, I can like kind of do whatever he wants or something like that or because the siblings brought up something, I think it was about like Camilla and like Diana type stuff, but he's like, I'm the heir, I'm the king and you guys are nothing, you will never be anything kind of thing. I was like, whoa, dude, you're so insecure. And also just, like, him cheating from the beginning on Diana, like, <sighs> the whole time. And, like, supposedly they, like, were in love, I guess. I don't know. In the beginning of the relationship. But, yeah. Their age difference was so big. She was 19 and he was, like, 30-something, I think, when they got married. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, they did, like, early Diana and they haven't done, like, later Diana yet. But... Charles is such a fucking asshole. And I understand why Queen Elizabeth wants to freaking outlive him. Because she's like, what, 94? Coming out (laughs) 95? She's literally going to outlive her son. She's like, yeah, this bitch cannot be king at all. (laughs) Because, like, if he is, like, this just feeds into his narcissism and shit like that. And I don't know. Just, like, the whole, like, Charles and Diana just does not sit right. Because Diana... Oh, you're so insecure when she, Diana got publicity. She was just trying to do what the royal family wanted them to do. What Charles wanted her to do, be there, be with there with the people, travel, do things for the royal family like their tours and everything and community work and charities and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But the fact is everyone loved Diana so much that they didn't like see Charles there the whole time and he got so fucking insecure because Diana was getting all the attention. Diana yeah. He was like, she's like, I'm just like doing my thing, doing what everyone wants me to do. I went over the public, making the family look amazing, by the way. And <laughs> he's just like, well, they should be there for me and not you for me. And I was like, yo, yeah, this man is so fucking insecure. Like, it's it's disturbing. It's really disturbing.
0: True.
1: Um, and he was like cheating the whole time when they were married. I'm like bitch just break it off like you could just break it off and save a lot of headache but no the image and then Margaret like warned them they're like they cannot go through with this marriage because it's going to end in disaster guess what it does end in disaster which is very unfortunate mm-hmm. and
0: Diana is literally queen Damn. she is she deserved to be queen She's so sad. She deserved the world.
1: She did not deserve whatever the queen and the royal family did to her because that is just so fucked up and so fucking wrong.
0: And, and if you ask
1: any her- person... Mary's <laughs> anyways, like, the fuck? Literally. The audacity. The audacity <laughs> to be there, to even breathe any air near, like, Diana's
0: kids or any... Like, no. The audacity of that woman is, like,
1: mm. The audacity
0: of Any person from the UK if they think the queen had, was in on it of her death, they will literally say yes. I remember I was in a, uh, when I, when we went to school in New York city, Mm -hmm. we were on the train and there was this dude who had a British accent. And so I was like, Oh, I'm going to ask him the question. So like my dad being like the friendly dude that he is he struck up a conversation with him and i was like okay i need to find the right time and so i said i was just like i don't want to be like offensive or anything like that this is just like genuine curiosity of if i ask everyone from the uk mm-hmm. this question um do you think that the queen was in on diana's death and he just went oh yeah 100% <laughs> no hesitation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, she would have survived if they were taken to
1: the hospital right away. Mm-hmm. And everything. And, like, that accident was, like, such a freak accident. Like, no. That just, no. It was 100%. And, like, okay. Charles should be the one, like, out of the family. He should just, like, advocate and just, like, go bye-bye. Go live on a tropical island with your... The audacity of Camilla. Like,
0: seriously? Mm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm the royal family in general is just kind of interesting because they have no power. It's just they're just a facade. Yeah, in the UK.
1: So at
0: the same time. I don't know. I don't know the works. Anyways, The Crown is very good. Yeah. Also, another show on HBO Max that's good. It that just came out. There's four episodes out right now. Um, it's called The Flight Attendant with Kaylee Cuoco. Wow. Yeah, my dad started watching that actually really yeah he
1: says it's actually pretty good Star- it, it, but it's very good
0: it's really good it's really graphic and gory so there are some like there should be some trigger warnings because it's graphic but um i thought it was so it's so interesting it's so good and the acting is great um storyline's pretty solid there the third not the third yeah, the third episode kind of there was a little bit of a lull, and then it ends on a really big cliffhanger. Then episode four is like, whoa, this is so good. So it like, it can lull out, but then it gets better. When do you think of it overall? Like, is it a good show to watch? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I would hundred percent recommend it. Um, because it's like, it's it's a drama, murder, mystery kind of a show, but mm-hmm. also kind of with like comedic themes. Um. It's based in New York City. She lives <laughs> in New York City. Um, so that's cool. I
1: don't know.
0: I like it. Okay. Cool. I'm not methodical with my TV taste. I'll watch anything on TV, honestly. Yeah. Depends how bored I get.
1: <laughs> I watch so much TV. It's, like, unhealthy. But when I usually, like, finish everything, I, like, watch whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel that.
1: Um, what other shows have I watched? i trying to think. Let me look through my list. Um, Please tell me you've been watching The Mandalorian. Yes, dude! Did you watch the recent episode? Please tell yes. me. Wrong. Okay. Oh my god.
0: Oh my... Can we talk about Ahsoka for a second first?
1: Yes. Oh my god. Okay, can we talk about the timeline? Because the timeline's all fucked up now and I have no idea when this takes place. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, this has been on my mind for like ever... I decided to rewatch Rogue One, so I watched Rogue One. This very good movie, very sad ending. But anyways, I rest yeah. my And then I was watching the Jedi episode of The Mandalorian with the Sokatana. Tana, and yes, when they like have baby Yoda, aka Grogu, who now has a name. <laughs> um, when she was like talking to him through the Force and everything, and then she said to Mando, "Was like." I've only met one other like a species, Yoda. And I thought this was way before Yoda. Okay, this whole series was way before Yoda. And yeah. um there was like more Jedi and everything, but now
0: this timeline's all fucked up in my head because no, the way that it was explained to me, because I got confused too, but this makes sense. So it's after um Anakin Skywalker is now Darth Vader, and it's in between the time periods between that. And a new hope. Okay. Cause like that it's like in but it's in the it's the right. That's the way I think it was explained to me. Yeah. Okay. Cause like when Ahsoka Tana
1: came out and then in Rogue One, the guy was like the senator. She was like, Go find this person and it was like a Jedi. It was like <laughs> one of the last Jedi or whatever that they knew of. And he was like, I'll trust her with her I trust her with my life. And I was yeah. like what other female Jedi is there? I'm like, Ahsoka Tana. And I glued it, and it was like Ahsoka Tana. So I was like, okay, so does that mean the Mandalorian is taking place, like, right when Death Star and, like, Anakin and Darth Vader and everything? So, like, and, like, Yoda's, like, out and about being a master and everything? So I was just like, because I thought this timeline was way before Yoda. It was, like, in, like, yeah, this is way before Yoda. Because I do it by the time I'm like, baby Yoda. But, like... So I thought the first season, the way they explained it to us, it's like, this is before Yoda. This is before Anakin, mm-hmm.
0: Luke, Leia, everything.
1: But no, it's like right there. It's like, yeah, everything. And like, no,
0: literally, I've like, it, it. messed star, me up too. I was like, I don't understand what time period when people try to explain it to me. I still don't like I can't understand. And so it's in between A New Hope and um, when Anakin becomes Darth Vader. I'm gonna have to do a lot of research on this timeline because it's
1: bugging me so much. Yeah. I was like, now this is all fucked up in my head because I have no idea where they are in the timeline. But anyway.
0: Ahsoka was, was perfect. Was she could so not brilliant. have been a more perfect performance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Was sure. amazing. I was like, oh
1: my god, this is so cool. Yeah. The saber, and she has the white saber. Mhm. I forget the colors, but I'm pretty sure that's like pure.
0: Mhm. Having a white lacey That's so cool. And then, um, I would say in like the way that she looked, I don't know. I would have preferred like a more Gamora looking type of makeup. For me, I could tell that it was like orange makeup. It didn't feel like it was her skin. Mm-hmm. as much as like because when I looked at Gamora Nebula I was like that looks like your skin dude yeah. so I feel like they should have like maybe a more airbrushed look I don't know it looked a little it was like for the first couple of minutes it tripped me out a little bit to look at but other than that everything about the way she looked was spot on
1: yeah that whole thing was spot on like her like the I don't know what to call them but her like where hair would be hmm Like her version of hair. I don't know what to call them, but you can tell that it was like styrofoam like not styrofoam, but like the plasticky because the way it bent. Yeah. It, it was creasing, Yeah. But like other than that, I didn't have a problem with it. It looked amazing because like how is she gonna do that? Like you don't want to animate it to so, look like, it make look crazy. So it Yeah. But her look, the lightsabers, everything, the fight scenes was very the was, uh,
0: when they teamed up. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Mm
1: -hmm. and then the dark saber i don't know much about the dark saber i have to do more research but dark saber that's a big deal um bo katan and the mandalorians and how like mando is part of like a cult mandalorian (laughs) i didn't know and then um in the latest episode the tragedy oh my god that episode was so good nina comes back bobo fett comes into this and that's what other thing that tripped me i was like I thought this was way before Boba Fett because we knew Boba Fett was the Mandalorian and whatever, but I didn't mm-hmm. think it was going to be Boba Fett like now. like yeah. That was going to be a thing. But he's a yeah. from Aquaman. Aquaman's dad.
0: Oh yeah, huh. Mm-hmm.
1: He
0: then- was hinted at at the end of the first episode too and we were wondering if he was going to like actually have a role in this series because he was in at at the end of the first episode. Was he? Yeah. I don't remember. His face was revealed. It's kind of cool. So they've definitely, like, really upped the whole storyline and characters and everything like that for this season. I'm just excited. I don't know how anything's gonna go, dude. I know. And I wonder what they use, like,
1: Grogu's blood for. Because, like, the first time... Because Moff Gideon was, like, trying to, like, grow these things when they were on that...
0: Um, when they were out of, of The mid- midichlorians in the blood. He, like, wanted those.
1: Yeah, like, what the fuck is he gonna make? Like,
0: more this? Jedi's? I don't know. Maybe clone Jedi's. <gasps> but That's the Clone of- Wars are already over. Yeah, like, but they I still
1: have, like, after the Clone Wars. Like, the Clone Wars are done. I thought. Yeah,
0: they could still... I feel like they could still genetically modify a clone Jedi... If they have the blood and everything, I don't know. It's true. Yeah. The Seeing Stone, um, like
1: Mando. I mean, who doesn't love Pedro Varsity? <laughs>
0: oh,
1: <gasps> oh, so good.
0: He's so good. So good.
1: I love that man so much with all my being. And the yeah. way he just, like walks, and like I saw this TikTok and, like how you know the stunt double is in the suit, and how you know Pedro's is in the suit, because <laughs> the way he stands is like, He sits in his hip, and it's very, like, you know, like, Model S kind of thing, and he has his, like, hand on the gun, very Western style, and then, like, when the stunt doubles, they're just, like, standing kind of, like, straight up. I just find that hilarious. Yeah. "I I just love Major Pascal in
0: Mando. I love how much of, like, you get that, like, Western shooter vibe. I know the Mandalorians are, like, the cowboys of Star Wars.
1: Yeah. I was thinking about that and I also was thinking about how many languages people know in Star Wars because throughout the movies, like they know how to speak droid, wookie. Um, When they go to like other planets, they know like sometimes without C-3PO, they know what they're saying. Like Mandalorian knows like a whole bunch of languages. He knows like, I forget all the people's names. Oh my God. Um, The Sam people, do you know what I'm talking about?
0: I do know who you're talking about. I don't know. I know Ewok.
1: Not for us, everybody. We promise. We do know our stuff, but it's just escaping our mind. But you know, so I'm, like, I'm just like, whoa! Everyone knows us to be like dry, Because oh. <laughs> they'll be like, paper boop boop boop. And then they'll be like, yeah, I know BB8, like, I get it, I'm trying to get there. And they'll be like, B-b-b-b-b-b-2. you
0: know, the droids know their language, like, you, yeah, yeah.
1: And I love how, like, droids have feelings, like, it's like
0: AI, but not scary, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, Ultron, yeah, like, C-3PO right. fully feels like a human being,
1: right? Like, how did yeah. they achieve um, robot AI, but with compassion and feelings like a human, yeah, because right now, like. We're on the track to make murder bots like 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 Ultron.
0: L3, that was like the one that didn't, that was like completely unfeeling from like solo. She was like completely just not completely logical. I don't know. Anyways. I don't, know. I don't remember. I only watched solo once. Um, oh that's go. another hot topic. I think solo and rogue one were better oh then, hell yes then episodes seven through nine. Oh yeah the skywalker series was very
1: iffy i really did like the last one i don't understand why people are shitting on it so hard because the last one is way better than the second to last one the second to last
0: one is just a piece of shit yeah we don't talk about the last jedi it doesn't exist because
1: like everyone was comparing yeah. The last one, like the rise of Skywalker to the last Jedi, and I was like, you can no, these are two different movies, okay? Mm-hmm. The last Jedi was just complete shit. Like Leia's just like force flying through the air when she's barely done any Jedi things, okay? What the fuck was that?
0: It was a joke. It was and, like, a
1: joke. The fucking um God, what's his name? mark hamill No, the Sith guy. The oh, Kylo? No, not Kylo. His boss oh fuck what is
0: his name we're not done everyone we are not but it's really moldy it's a really moldy crusty name
1: yeah but everyone knows what What? no Snoke. there we go (laughs) Snoke. okay it was just like way too easy to kill him
0: yeah
1: (laughs) i was just like Force the lightsaber, like bro, literally serve the Sith. Like, come on, and the stupid red ninjas. The stupid red ninjas were so yeah. insignificant and literally did not need to be there, and was literally complete shit. Yeah, Surprise, me and shame because they're just like they're just there for performance. They're just like they just throw their stuff in the air. They're almost as useless as stormtroopers. Okay, they might have a little <laughs> more skill, but like they're just like yeah. They're like oh, yeah, and then. The freaking um, then Ray and Kylo just like destroy them. But that action sequence was so slow. First of all, I mm-hmm. rewatched. I was like, this action sequence was so damn slow, and the ranges are so useless. Like, wh- they did not need to be there. no yeah. that was almost as dumb as Leia flying through the space and breathing and living again.
0: Like, well, I would have been really like happy with honestly, like, because I can move past. All- Lot of things with the last Jedi but what really did it like what was the fucking cherry on top of a hot mess for me was the fact that Kylo and Ray like started having that force bond and then force is exactly the word for it because it was forced that romance was forced yeah but I didn't like that relationship better it would have been so much more beautiful but here's the thing I don't think that Ray needed a man I really no. think that fact that they added a romance into this one was like okay well at least like pick finn like don't pick the shitty guy who wants to kill you and you're like what no no I, I it's don't, no funny. i think she could have been an independent woman she should have focused on her training to become a jedi which she was focused on but she didn't need that distraction which is exactly what kylo was a distraction yeah, like
1: I understand him as the villain, but then them getting together—maybe if he started off as Ben and did not become Kylo, maybe it would have been better. But it's just like it. Yeah, that relationship was a little too forced, so, especially the kiss at the end. I was like,
0: the kiss like, at the end know? was everyone in the theater was like, "What?" Yeah, it was kind of confusing.
1: Is that from they were like, we're like, are they even? Cu- are they cousins? Or they-? <laughs> Like, what is going on? We don't even know the relationship, Literally. And then all of a sudden, they're like making out at the end of like the last one. Like, I'm, mm, mm. the yeah. end was very powerful, though. I did love the fight of the end of the Slash Skywalker, that yeah, was really good. I really liked it. But she had more chemistry with um, Ben Poe. Po. Oh, at the end of, I think, it was it the first one where she met him? I think they only met, did they mean the first one? I thought they only met the first time. Whenever they met the first time, I remember, they're like, oh, hi. And it was just like a little long stare. I don't know. There was
0: more chemistry there than the whole freaking- That wasn't the original script for the Rise, or the Rise of Skywalker. It was in the original script that they were going to end up together. Are you- why didn't they do that? Why did they force the Kylo Rey bullshit? They did a rewrite in the thing. Well, the thing. Listen, the thing is, they never had to tease a romance with Finn if they weren't going to end up together. That was stupid, ridiculous. Didn't need to happen.
1: Okay, Finn's whole relationships and everything was just so confusing and made no sense. And like, I did not like the character of Finn
0: much. Well, I liked Finn. I liked the fact that it was like, okay, here's this dude who got kidnapped as a kid and forced into a war that he didn't want to fight. And now he's actually going to become a part of the resistance. I like that. But the thing is that I feel like with Kylo Um, Ren, it would have been way more powerful if he had become Ben Solo again. Because of the fact that he wanted to avenge his father and because of the fact that his mother died, then, okay, it's because I'm in love with this girl who I haven't known for my entire life. I've known for for like a week mm-hmm. and now I've decided that she's my everything and I'm going to become Ben Solo again. I didn't feel like it was romantic. I thought it was stupid. It didn't translate well for me. Yeah. Just like everyone's relationships were just so choppy. Mm-hmm.
1: But I did like Poe and the chick from that planet he's from. Mm -hmm. I did like them at the end. But if they were going to do a relationship, I think Ray and Poe should have been together.
0: That's so, it's just so interesting because I feel like Poe was an embodiment of Han Solo. I felt like Poe was an embodiment of Han Solo and Rey, in a lot of ways, was an embodiment of Leia. So I do feel like it would have translated well if they would have ended up together. But at the same time, I, do, I just feel like Rey should have been, I mean, in the end, she does end up alone because Kylo dies. But I don't really think she needed a romance to be able to push the story forward because she was already so interesting of who is this girl. And who is she related to? And now she's going to go on this journey to find Luke Skywalker. So I think her story would have been interesting enough on its own. Mm. But with Poe, I could could see it.
1: You know what I mean? I can see it. It's just like if they did need a relationship in this storyline anywhere, which they did not. Mm -hmm. And of course the whole Kylo Ray stuff. And there were like cousins, not cousins. But like right off the bat because we didn't see the movies like coming now like when they finished it like i yeah. see go and ray together when they first met because it's like oh my god they're gonna be together next movie and then it takes a toll 180 and i'm like no idea Le- yeah it is relationships oh my god what's what, her name in the second movie i was like so confused because like yeah i
0: know you're talking
1: about do they not and then the last movie they just like don't talk about it and then finn's like i have to tell you something right and then he never tells her and we never know but it's like we knew he was going to be fan-confessing his feelings for Ray. Like, we all know that. But, like, the fact that they didn't do it explicitly
0: in the movie, I was just like, that is so weird. I feel like whoever did the rewrites, because there was also a different script for Last Jedi, whoever did the rewrites on that deserves to be fired because that <laughs> movie was so integral for making a good Rise of Skywalker build-up, and they just flopped completely. Yeah i
1: like finn and the girl from the planet um the other stormtroopers that escaped Mm -hmm. i feel like they would have been a really cool couple yeah that's
0: true
1: because i thought they had chemistry i thought that was very good i just didn't understand the whole finn ray obsession because finn is just like seems way too obsessed with ray
0: in a way i don't know they were better friends i would say they had better friend chemistry Way better for chemistry. I just, and like, how are you going to do Poe like that at the end of Rise of Skywalker and just have him be alone and rejected? So, If I was asked by Poe to fucking whatever, sign, seal, delivered, I am yours, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I but, yeah. but I
1: really, oh my God, I really liked, um, I forgot her name. She's in the Americans. She plays, she's, oh my God, what's her name? You know what I'm talking about, right? No, the actress who plays her Ray. No, um,
0: the girl Poe's almost love interest. Oh, I don't know her name. I hadn't seen her in anything else. I don't think. He's in the Americans. That is
1: also a really good show that I binge watched. I mean, it's ended, but it's so good.
0: Oh, I hear. It. Yeah, I, I hear really good things about that show. The
1: show is so good. Lori <laughs> Russell. She played.
0: Okay isaac now i'm just thinking about oscar isaac
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes carrie russell played zori bliss in the rise of skywalker i really loved her character that she was so cool so badass so awesome um
0: she died yeah. badass in that
1: mm-hmm. i just don't understand the whole relationship between finn and rose like Oh.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. That is
1: so odd.
0: It unnecessary. It was unnecessary for F- Finn and Ray could have easily just kept it at friends and been fine. Rose and Finn could have easily just kept it at friends and been fine. But now you're gonna fuck Finn over twice? You're gonna have him be rejected twice. Yeah, it's- it's like,
1: at the end he's just like, Hi, hey, I'm Finn. <laughs> like a <Yeah. next laughs> trooper,
0: won the rebellion kind of thing.
1: But I
0: don't know. It's so weird also just weird to have another movie after um the original movies because you already defeated the empire like you're, you have to have a part two of defeating it was just a weird concept to play with and also snoke became irrelevant after the last jedi it was like okay well the leader of the new empire just died. So we basically won. But now, oh, guess what? We have a re- resurrected... Um, Palpatine. Like, yeah. what is that? Like, Palpatine did not die. Like, does
1: this m- motherfucker ever die? He's like, but I'm everyone. I'm everything. Like, every dark side villain mm-hmm. the empire was apparently all Palpatine and the Sith. Like,
0: come on. I honestly feel like they could have had a, mo- like, Rogue One solo and then like a rise of skywalker with a little bit of force awakens with a little bit of last jedi they didn't need to do this whole new trilogy in my opinion it was more of a marketing decision for disney of like let's put out some more star wars movies because oh you know do good because it's we star have-
1: wars oh my god we bought it we bought the rights and everything and we're like we should capitalize on it mm-hmm.
0: so, yeah. but i don't kind of feel like these movies were really made for the the fans they were made more for a marketing perspective. I think they just wanted to introduce the fact that they did
1: um, Star Wars. Mm -hmm. They're like, yeah, we actually bought it, so we're doing what you know and love the Skywalker, like the whole Skywalker experience all over again, even though we got all those movies. I really loved Rogue One. I just don't like how it ended, but who does? But (laughs) it's just so good, I guess, because Mm -hmm. they were like heroes and they sacrificed literally everything. And if that chip was not there, Leia would have died. Yeah. If that did not get delivered in time and then they, like, escape potted out of there, like, Leia would have been dead because That's they true. liberated everybody in that movie. Everyone died besides Leia, basically. True. And, like, some of the generals and the senators. But literally everyone else died. True. But that movie was so good. So mm-hmm. good
0: it was beautiful i was like oh my god and then at the end to have darth vader like that Ah. insane so good that was for the fans solo was also made for the fans and you want to know why because it was directed and written by people who actually grew up with star wars and know what they're talking about i just don't understand why people shit on solo
1: so bad like i didn't think it was bad at all i really i thought it was so good and I thought the guy who played Han Solo was not bad at all. People were no. like, like, shit. And he needed acting classes or something for it. And I was like, it wasn't even bad. Like, I don't understand. Like, I know I'm not an actor or whatever or a fiend of the arts. But come on, that was not bad. That was pretty good. From a really standpoint, good. I thought that was very
0: good. Yeah. And I thought also like an interesting idea that i feel like they should play with is like making an order 66 movie
1: an order 66 what's that about
0: the like one where they kill all the jedi anakin and palpatine put out order 66 to kill all the Jedi. i don't
1: amazing. know
0: i just feel that like that a was cool such movie. A monumental, right it was just such a monumental like moment for, yeah that determined the rest of the course of War yeah. Wars. Like the
1: only way the Empire could gain power is without the Jedi being there. Yeah. The fact that some like there's like what one
0: Jedi left? Yeah.
1: But still the Jedi won. Oh my god.
0: It was too quick of a moment. Everyone just died. Like no one like no one put up a good fight except Yoda. Mm. Are you gonna kill all these fucking Jedi's and then die with the a- stormtroopers? I think not. <laughs> I think not stormtroopers are the most useless things ever. Oh my god <laughs>
1: literally and anything stormtroopers are and they're just completely useless one laser shot you'd think that they had better armor because they're all using like the laser guns <laughs> but they literally one shot they're like Arr! and then they're like they're like bro, so useless like i feel so bad for the kids who got stolen and everything and the stormtroopers were not clones but like yeah, you're so useless. Like you think an empire would train their soldiers better? Just saying. Like, how do you move up in the ranks if you're all gonna die? <laughs> like the Empire love- in like the Empire. I'm like, how how did you become so lucky not to die as a stormtrooper? Like, I'm really curious.
0: Like, how did you do that? I love all the memes of Grogu and Anakin and him being like, haha, I'm alive, bitch! <laughs> I'm still alive. I survived." I know. <laughs> so important. I
1: love Baby Yoda, Roku, and when he, like, reached out to the Force, I was like, I was like, Mando, go get your jetpack and, like, just fight off everyone, because, obviously, if you can't get through, no one's getting through that Force field of the Force. Literally. That, like, irritated me, because he was like, like, I understand that, he, like, wanted to leave. I want to, too, but the fact that he couldn't get through the Force field and everything and he just got like blasted backwards it's like go get your jetpack and go kill everyone it's that easy go help me not out like it's, it's not that hard just do it and he just kept trying to go back into it I was like he's protected for now and the minute he leaves after trying to get him out Grogu just stops and like falls asleep because he's tired and he finished reaching out through the force and I was like the minute he stops The like the new robot stormtroopers, dark stormtroopers. Sorry, come
0: down and pick him up. Literally, it's like wow.
1: But hey, we got Boba Fett.
0: So true. Very very iconic in looking like a dad bod in his (laughs) old uniform.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, it was so good. I was like Boba Fett. Okay, this timeline is so wonky. That was. I need to get that off my chest because my dad hasn't finished it so I was like I need to talk about it <laughs> so like so good but also I don't know where we're going in the timeline of Star Wars but uh yeah okay we need to talk about Wonder Woman and yes because I don't know how you long, should, long. Like, um, up that. The- yeah um we need to talk about Wonder Woman the most anticipated movie at least for me because I am literally live, breathe, and die by Wonder Woman. I am Wonder Woman. I have like a shrine. I call it my shrine because there's so many collectibles. It's ridiculous. And all my comic books are Wonder Woman. So Wonder Woman 84 coming out December 25th, 2020 on HBO Max and Select Theaters. I'm so pumped. The trailer looks so good. Cheetah is the villain, if people didn't know the most victorious villain of Wonder Woman when she's not with the Justice League and everything. I'm so pumped. Like so pumped. And oh, I have so much to say, but like so little time, I guess. Um when they were like back in the mascara, this was before they released like the final trailer and everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, they're gonna do the contest with like when it's a comic book where Wonder Woman's out in man's world doing her thing kind of thing and I think she I can't remember if she wanted to like take a break from being Wonder Woman or not but there was this contest to be the next Wonder Woman and go out into man's world and Artemis like wins that contest and it's like a whole comic book and I thought that was the whole like the whole thing because I know um the origin of Wonder Woman there's like two different ones, the main two different ones, is that she steals the armor and just leaves and does her thing in Man's World. And the other one is she disguised herself and won the contest to be Wonder Woman and to go out into Man's World. And Paul says, like, you have won the contest experience where even though I didn't want you doing it, but you won, so you earned the title of Wonder Woman kind of thing. So I thought that was, they were going to play homage to that, but it's just, like, young Diana doing the obstacle course like the olympics mm-hmm. so i don't know how that's gonna do but i thought it was gonna be like the contest of like artemis this is before we like knew like more of the plot line but i thought it was gonna be like artemis winning again and then she's going on to the main world and then they're both fighting to be wonder woman but diana obviously wins and then artemis goes back but it's a comic book i have it i haven't read in a while but that's what i thought it was going mm-hmm. but the lord and everything He's in the comic books, too. I just forget what he does. But I've seen him. I was like, but he just looks so familiar. And plus, it's Pedro Pascal again. So who doesn't love that? I
0: love that. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm
1: so... Her new suit is everything. Oh, my God. it's
0: Yeah, the new suit. Oh, my God. Fire. Everyone's going to be nostalgic because everyone loves 80s movies. Mm, No, I was really pumped when I saw it was going to be 80s theme. Because, like, I'll be honest and expose myself right now. I wasn't the biggest fan of the original Wonder Woman that came out. I didn't like it. Nothing against Gal Gadot. It's everything against Chris Pine and his character. And also just the way that they chose to portray Wonder Woman. Not the biggest fan of that. I was... a it's unfair to compare the two, but I feel like if I'm going for a more, like, feministic, modernized movie, I would say Captain Marvel wins in that category. Because, listen, the thing is, is that Captain Marvel didn't have a romance. She had a, ro- even in her early um, friendship with her mentor, it was a mentorship. The dude who turns out to be a bad guy. I forget his name. We love it. Even still, there's not, like, there's no romantic underlying theme. It's, like, we are equals, we are here together, teamwork, stuff like that. That's how her same relationship was with Fury. So I liked that. And I thought that Chris Pine and Gal Gadot's, like, relationship was, again, really forced and not necessary. Even though it's comically, like, accurate and right. And true, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just kind of what upset me. I was like, this just doesn't really feel, nah, it doesn't really feel like it works with the whole story. Okay, I'm sorry, April. No, but what? <laughs> but the positive <laughs> of that is that this trailer looks really good, and yeah. the movie and the storyline for this one looks really good, mm-hmm. and I think that they're going to portray her as more of like a badass in this who's like adapted to life outside of the amazons yeah then it was because it was like kind of awkward and weird when she came into the americas or whatever world yeah. yeah the
1: transition between like wonder Woman leaving the mascara and um going into man world is always like It's kind of a hard one to do because she's an extremely educated, skilled, badass woman. Mm -hmm. Does no shit from men, kind of thing. But it also is like you're going into a total different thing. You have no idea about. You've been living on this secret island for who knows how long. The Amazons are like millions of years old. Like they haven't fought for man's world since the Greek gods. Like you know what I mean? So yeah, them going out and being like up to date with everything that's not going to happen like yeah that's, but the way they portray it is very hard yes animated like when they did the reboot for the animated um justice leagues and they reintroduced wonder woman and when she was like with superman i hate wonder woman and superman together it's always if they're going to be a love interest it's either going to be wonder woman see trevor or wonder woman and batman that's it nothing else okay i live breathe and die by that um superman and wonder Woman? no
0: hell no nope
1: no yeah,
0: Lane is, like, a writer guy for Superman.
1: We'll do a whole, no- we'll do a whole no episode on why Superman and Wonder Woman do not mix, okay? Nope. myself if I have to. Um. Anyways, the way that you portrayed her, like, the way she knows everything, I don't know. like, I mean, just, like, animated series growing up, I thought was the best. I mean, it was only, like, three seasons, but it was so good. I still rewatch it to this day, but she was just, like she knew everything like she was educated she didn't sound dumb or anything but in the just like animated ones like the newer ones she just sounds so stupid for no reason yeah. my the line that I absolutely hate is I love ice cream okay I understand she's experiencing it for the first time but it makes her literally sound dumb
0: Stupid, yeah
1: and I hate that line so much like in the anime thing I was like what what is this like seriously she like says it in this weird warrior voice like no yeah this is not it doesn't sit right with me at all and when they put it in the first movie i was like no
0: yeah that's literally i that's where that's where i had a lot of like mixed feelings about because in the amazon she's just this badass bitch who's so focused and like like incredible and independent and then you bring her into the Chris Pine romance and then you bring her into man's world and like she's so focused on her mission she's like no I need to go now like I need to do this I need to do that and then as soon as she sees a baby in the streets she's just the classic stereotypical of like oh my god it's a baby like no she's focused on her mission she's going to get it done you can't tell me that there aren't babies in the Amazons like where did she come from she was the only child they don't age um well then That's, that makes sense but it, at the same yeah. time it's like I'm why necessary? Book. why yeah
1: no I I kind of get the whole baby thing but like she was the only child on the Amazons the Amazons were fully grown and like are millions of years of old and there yeah. was no, anyone was no one was new there was no one ever knew the only person was Diane because hypalda wanted a, a child So she carved carved her from clay, from the sand on the beach and asked Zeus for life for this child. And Mm -hmm. it's Diana and everything. So I understand why she was like shocked to see a baby because she's only read about these things. There's like, she speaks like however many languages. She's so educated, but she's only read about them. So she hasn't had that real life experience. Like I get it. There's going to be growing pains when she's transitioning from a super powered like women only island, amazon warrior can yeah. literally everyone's ass takes no shit from no one and then come to this patriarchal idiotic society basically yeah. like, <laughs> like why are you just fighting for no reason kind of bullshit like i get it it's just gonna be like but the way they portray it just makes her sound a little it just makes her sound dumb yeah,
0: yeah. like what? it was awkward it was just an awkward transition
1: yeah. it's just it's it's harder that transition every time they do portray it whether it be animated or not it it is hard without making her sound dumb because she's not dumb she's so Mm -hmm. educated but there's always going to be growing pains i don't know how else to explain it but there's always going to be growing pains just like the way her tone the way her tone says it yeah what do you mean a woman can't do this or like what do you mean a woman can't like so like so out there like Is
0: not
1: question you know what I mean or I feel like the anime series is like like what do you mean like come calm down that's
0: where I feel like in Justice League her character was so much more Wonder Woman in the first Wonder Wonder Woman yeah in the first Wonder Woman it was just like this is this is a little weird this is awkward but then in Justice League that's why I'm excited for 84 because it feels like okay yes now she's like Wonder Woman she is her character she has her life together. She's winning at life, basically, yep. in the man's world. Yes.
1: Still being Wonder Woman, badass she is and everything.
0: And I would like to reiterate because Captain Marvel is one of the most shitted on Marvel movies to ever walk the planet Earth. Probably, yeah. It was bad, but I didn't think it was
1: Wonder Woman caliber.
0: Yeah. I, th- a lot of people shit on it, but... That's why I brought it up because I feel like it was, I don't understand, I don't, I don't really understand it. I thought it was a pretty solid movie. It was a solid movie.
1: I just don't think it, Marvel wanted their Wonder Woman impact and where DC
0: actually did win at that, I agree. With that fell short. I agree. I agree that I don't think it was an original plan to have Cop- Captain Marvel come into play. I think that was later decided because of Wonder Woman and because we didn't like Marvel, I'm saying we because Marvel didn't have um, like very female didn't have
1: a main character female. Where like DC exactly. has the Trinity, which is Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman's always front and center, and obviously takes no shit from no one, and she's equal to these men. And where Marvel really doesn't have that, like they have
0: no. That- you can't say that. No, because, no, no, no. Okay, I agree with the fact that they were, Captain Marvel was in competition of Wonder Woman. And so I do agree that it was just a weird, like, point in the timeline to drop Captain Marvel. And then with Endgame, she didn't really do much. She didn't serve that big of a purpose. But Captain Marvel is one of the most powerful women in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, I know. I'm and not saying. Thanos. I
1: don't know not- why she didn't. I'm not saying she's not super powerful because she literally did not need anyone's help to go through Thanos or anything. She could literally just kill Thanos herself and be done with it. Okay, I'm not denying she's so powerful. She's like the most powerful. But the thing is on the Avengers team, I'm talking about like where their team wise and how the patriarchy depicts women in Mm -hmm. the comic books. Um, Where is there an equal level of leadership in the avengers with women and men wise
0: there's not much like even black yeah. widow she doesn't really have i guess scarlet witch kind of
1: but she's not leading the team see like where you're leading yeah. the team and like winning and it's not up to captain america it's not up to iron man it's not like the boys just running the team you know what i mean yeah we like dc has does have that like yeah,
0: one I, okay they equal playing field i agree with that that's fair
1: that's what i'm saying i'm not saying that captain marvel is less powerful hell the fuck no she literally blasted through everything and she she literally could have just blasted through the whole army and had the
0: movie done and over within two seconds just okay. true. i don't know why she didn't see that's what really pissed me off is like she deserved a bigger role in Endgame than she really played. I feel like they were trying to focus on the original characters, which I understand. Yeah. But, and I do agree that, like, they don't have a lot, they don't have a lot of, like, powerful female heroes portrayed with throughout that series, um, which was disappointing. But that's why I really like Guardians of the Galaxy, because Gamora, she was, like, she was yeah. not from anyone. No. And I hate Star-Lord.
1: My brother can elaborate on why he hates Star-Lord. Star-Lord so much. Why? Star-Lord ruined everything for everyone, okay? to oh, yeah, yeah. Or anything, because he decides to, he couldn't wait five minutes mm-hmm. to, to punch Thanos. He literally could not wait. He was just like, you stole Gamora. And then literally ended the universe as we know it. Yeah. Because this idiot cannot wait.
0: Yeah. Sounds I mean, like a Chris Pratt move. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just, no, true, But I can understand it because like at that point he wasn't thinking clearly. He had just lost the love of his life. And this dude had put The him- whole
1: universe is at stake.
0: Yeah. yeah. They almost had the finish. They literally
1: understood. They're like the weight of the world is literally on us. The yeah. whole universe and everything is on our shoulders.
0: Mm-hmm. Guess what he does. Couldn't wait five minutes to sock them on the first I'm really nervous that Gamora is not going to make a comeback. I'm really nervous that she uh, is gone, gone. Really? Yeah. She's
1: gone, gone? I'm kind of sad she didn't come back in the end, and we're like, they still had to find her somewhere. Yeah. I think there's going to be a whole other story if they do do a third gall- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I which I, wish, I hope they do. Um, But... I just, I don't think they're going to slip into like the Star-Lord Gamora romance so easily. Like the first two movies had built up because this is Gamora like years before she became a guardian. So,
0: yeah. In my opinion too, Gamora kind of deserves her own movie. It would be kind of interesting if they did the same thing, like with Black Widow, how they gave her the background. Because we also need background on Thanos. So through getting background on more background on Gamora... And, like, even Nebula and Thanos and Ronin. I don't know that that would work. But it'd be kind of interesting.
1: It would be interesting. That would be a cool movie. Right? Like, I don't know much on Gamora, like, at all. Yeah. Like, I'm not a huge Guardians fan, so, like, I don't really know everyone's backstory. But I want to know more of Gamora. Yeah. Very interesting. Because we're getting the Black Widow movie in May now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. damn you no. um, which i'm so pumped for but yeah we just
0: need good we just need more good movies yeah we need yep yes, yes. but good comic book movies
1: yes wonder room 1984 it's coming out so psyched literally we're gonna have an episode dedicated to this i will make sure it'll be my personal life mission to yep. make sure It'll probably be like an hour long or something because I don't know how long we've been talking, but we've been talking a long time. <laughs> <laughs> when we talk about shows and movies, we kind of just like go on. Mm-hmm. But yes, everyone watch Wonder
0: Woman. And we need to talk about um the winter soldier and Falcon. Mm-hmm.
1: I want that to be released so bad, but since yeah. the whole pandemic messed up the whole Marvel timeline in like phase was it phase five? Yeah, phase five. Phase five? Okay, yeah. Because um what we're supposed to we were supposed to get was Falcon the Winter Soldier this summer, then it was supposed to be Wanda uh, WandaVision. Because that would WandaVision was supposed to be right before uh, um, Black Widow? Dark um, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Oh yeah. Because those two are connected. So they can't release WandaVision without um, Doctor Strange 2 coming out like right after it kind of thing. And I forget when they were going to release Loki. I have no idea when they are released Hawkeye. Um, I'm
0: so excited for Loki the
1: movie. I feel like they can release Falcon and the Winter Soldier now, but I, I don't know the plot line or anything because there's so little information on it, but mm-hmm. I don't think it, would, it was really going to affect the whole timeline. I'm not sure, but because Black Widow is going to be a one-shot movie, yeah that's going to close black widow's chapter
0: they were filming in san francisco when i went home in october they were filming in san francisco for the untouch the untouchables i don't remember what it was it was a marvel movie it's like eternals Angeline john eternals. yep sorry god <laughs> eternals. Eternals. eternals is just
1: going on the back end after like yeah other stuff. And like, I know Black Panther was supposed to, too, was supposed to come out, but I have no idea what's happening with that. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. for Black Panther. Um, we're supposed to get Shang-Chi, but that's coming out next summer in 2021 or 2022, I forget, because the whole timelines are really pushed.
0: Yeah. So I'm not really sure was filming in San Francisco. So I think that should come out when it's projected in 2021. Okay. Let's hope so. I just
1: don't know if they finished filming or anything. But yeah, that's fact I don't know how high how high my hopes are for Eternals. It's Eternals was not really a prevalent comic book. My dad, like he was such a big Marvel fan when growing up and everything and this is the height of comic books, 80s, 90s, everything. So he has a whole bunch of them. And he didn't – he really wasn't interested in the Eternals back then because they didn't get really the best
0: comic books. But I don't know. We'll see. I had no, never heard was, of it, being honest. Never seen it. Really? Yeah.
1: I, like, knew of them, but I'm, I don't know anything on them. I have to do research. I've not read any comic book of the Eternals or anything like that. But Yeah. yeah. So – we'll do research we'll do like a marvel dc kind of episode maybe that'll be fun we can do one marvel episode one dc episode i feel like that'll be very good because there's so many more dc movies coming up as
0: well i'm going to be binging with my mom all the marvel movies when i get home next weekend so that was so good i love well well educated
1: yes i love marvel marathons Mm -hmm. um Oh my god, there was one more that I was going to say was Marvel-related. Oh! Spider-Man 3! Okay.
0: Oh my god! spider
1: It's going to be Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. Is it confirmed that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are coming back?
0: I'm like, if they don't do it at this point, they're stupid. Like, they right? Like everyone. not to. Like I know, I I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man, and I really like, him, but I think Sp- he's the best Spider-Man. I'm just gonna say it. I think he's the best of the best. Yeah,
1: like Tobey Maguire is nostalgic because this is like one of the first superhero movies, kind of thing, and when it came out in early 2000s. We we're like, oh my god, Spider-Man! Yeah um then (laughs) Angel Garfield was pretty good but it's like I don't know I I just didn't like the whole Gwen like I know Gwen Stacy and everything but like I didn't like like, how she died it was kind of dark and I did not like um the whole Electro storyline I just didn't think it was
0: those movies were just not they
1: weren't like there was not a lot of time and energy that went into it to make a great Spider-Man movie I feel like
0: and they weren't Marvel enough it felt like it was like a teen drama it wasn't it wasn't Marvel enough yeah
1: but Tom Holland's Spider-Man, I love Tom Holland's Spider-Man best. Um, I do totally agree with you on that. And I want Spider-Verse. I want it so bad. I want Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield's web slinging in. Yes. Like we're from parallel universe. Blah blah blah.
0: 3.0. You know what I mean? Oh my god. Oh my god. And then to be like MJ. Who's MJ? I'm dating yeah. Gwen or whatever. It would be yeah. so funny. I'm Mary. I'm dating Mary Jane. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm doing MJ too. Tom Holland being like, Haha.
1: "No, you mean MJ? Mary, MJ?" She's like, "What?" No, MJ. Oh my god, that's so good. Right? I want I a Spider-Verse. Know. Better be a Spider Verse.
0: Literally. I, don't know. I just feel like Tom Holland, because like Tob, was good about Toby's. He played the like adult Spider-Man, so he did that very well. But then Tom Holland played a really good like high school spider-man he was peter parker like he embodied him
1: because they were they did that for what toby and i garfield they're supposed to be in high school but they're all like 20 something when they filmed it literally yeah it, it just looked too forced for them to be in high school like i know this was like earlier 2000s and like mid-2000s but it's like
0: this motherfucker ain't from
1: high school
0: yeah Andrew Garfield had like because I feel like Toby played it a little bit more seriously which was like a, the more mature version and then Andrew tried to do more of like the light-hearted teen thing but it just didn't work yeah but it worked for Tom Holland it really did yeah it really did all right we should probably wrap it up yeah
1: okay is there anything else you want to add
0: before we end this episode um just thanks for listening and i hope you i do hope you get hbo max because there are so many good finds on that right now mm-hmm. um on oh, the really
1: okay one more thing hbo max is le- releasing all their 2020 2020- 2021 movies on hbo max and select theaters mm-hmm. um so like dune and that's supposed to be a big one <gasps> dune we didn't talk about dune
0: yeah i know we can have an HBO Max episode. How about that? Okay, dope. Okay, because I have is a lot of feelings, bad that. feelings about Dune, and they're very controversial. Really? Yes. That.
1: Okay. I don't know where. Sandy Chasmagoo.
0: Is. Okay.
1: Um. Anyways, but their big movies are going to be on HBO Max because of the pandemic. We don't know where we're going to be in a couple months,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so be excited for that. It's going to be awesome. Hopefully. On oh, the Snyder Cut. We need to talk about the Snyder Cut. Oh. oh, yes. We need to do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. One more thing, everyone. I'm sorry. This, um, but um, just to like cut down our time. Anyways, Snyder Cut. I thought it was going to be released in January because the fandom gave me the impression it was supposed to be January. I don't know. But I Googled it. And now it's, I think, September 5th, 2021. <laughs> and I was like, no. Like, January. So no. long. I thought I was going to ring in the new year watching a whole new Justice League. But no, I got to wait, like, basically a whole new year Mm -hmm. to watch it. But it's going to be – I have such high hopes only because it's going to be a total different Justice League. It's not going to be, like, the shitty Justice League, what what we got. Okay? The way – because Zack Snyder did not cut the final Justice League that was released in theaters because he had obviously – If you lose family issues, yeah, you need to take time. It's fine. Nothing in the world is ever more important than family. But with that aside and everything, um, that final cut was not cut by him. I forget who cut it, but did not do a great job, did not do it justice. It's going to be a whole different movie. Did you see the trailer? Please tell me you did. Yeah, I did. Okay, good. Because Steppenwolf is gonna look so much cooler. Um, It's gonna be more related because I think they were building up the Dark Side timeline. It's gonna be more Dark Side related because they were building it up and it just like did not translate in Justice League at all. Besides like what one Omega sign, like okay. (laughs) Um, It's gonna be so much Superman in the dark Superman outfit. Mm. It's just gonna be such a total different movie there's more Diana because there's more Diana in the trailer. I'm pretty sure there's going to be more Diana in the movie. It's just going to be that we have Iris West coming in in um when Flash in the trailer and everything. Oh my god like it's just going to be a 100% a total different movie and it's going to be so much better. It's going to change DC's whole reputation I believe because The big winners for them is Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 84, soon to be, and Aquaman, and whenever Aquaman is coming out. Those are the two big tickets, Wonder Woman and Aquaman for DC, because DC is not a big universe like Marvel is, where they, like, DC really failed at that, but I feel like this new center cut, Justice League, it's gonna be, like, three hours long, but it's gonna be, I have really high hopes for it. I know a lot of people do. I just hope it's, I hope it lives up to the hopes I have for it because it's just going to be totally different and it's going to reimagine like the whole DC universe kind of thing that's happening. And also Harley Quinn's a big ticket, like Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn, but more Harley Quinn out of everything. Mm-hmm. Just going to do the trajectory so differently. It's, it's going to be totally different. So yeah. I
0: don't know if you have any questions. Um, both the dc universe and the marvel universe are like changing and making big moves mm-hmm. it's cool Sorry. it's gonna be so much fun
1: but yeah that's our i guess updates we yeah. are going to do more episodes we've just been working schoolwork
0: yes coming out, so I'm- and we tried dude we've tried but the technical difficulties yeah we finally hopefully we're gonna have a
1: system we have a system I'm very confident in the system we're using right now, so this will be okay. Yes. So we will definitely get more on top of it. We've just been so crazy. Yeah. Drained. But the holiday season will give us the joy. that I mean.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> and the <a> crazy <laughs> time. <laughs> so if there's anything else to add.
0: No, I think that's. I think that's everything we covered a lot of bases we did so i'm gonna have to do a lot of editing
1: but i hope everyone enjoyed this our fun like little nerd <laughs> yeah. and yeah make sure you watch twitter on December 25th and no this is not sponsored i'm just very excited and the biggest Woman fan like ever mm-hmm. anyways make sure you watch it because I will be doing a spoiler episode on it, so.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: 100%. So give a spoiler warning once, you've been warned. <laughs> so, anyways, I hope everyone enjoyed it. hope everyone's doing well, and we'll see you next time.
0: Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.